Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Great game this one, Titans v the Warriors. What did you guys think about Titans v the Warriors? Yeah, I thought this one was interesting as both of the you know you got to remember that these are the two teams that three weeks ago their trial got cancelled, mm. um, so they had one which you know I, I think especially with the new spines that both these teams have, very tough gig. AJ's first game, Sean Johnson out, Nicarima out, Ash Taylor in like. There's a lot of chopping and changing here. I, I really enjoyed this one. Great game. Um, I, it was yeah, a really was good cracker. game to watch. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, whoever won or lost, I really wasn't going to take a heap of positives or negatives away from this game from either of them. Um, yeah, I, 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 I'm still not convinced on either of these teams to be top eight sides. I think they're both going to be entertaining, but I'm not really sure where each of them is at. New Zealand's going to be interesting over the next few weeks. Um, Listening to Nathan Brown after the game, it was good to hear him sort of say, you know, we're not in the relative business anymore. We're not, you know, mm. we're not happy being decent anymore. We've, you know, we've had things go against us. It is what it is. We've got to just start to win fucking games of football. And this was one that they they could have won here for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they should have won. What about just, you, bro? I'm just struggling to see, yeah with the Warriors. Like I know culturally that's that's what they want, but I just don't know if we're going to get to that point. And I don't know whether it's so much of a roster thing is just as much of there was always the chat around the Warriors of they can get away with like throwing the ball around this and that. But at what point do we get over that? The Warriors of old and yep. actually try and find some consistency with the game management, their ball control, the culture. You know, there was one period there where it was drop ball straight into a turnover, straight into a penalty. Like good sides aren't doing no, this. No so way. just those little incidentals. It was a great game, but you could just see that there's some things missing for both sides if they want to compete mm. at the next level. So, but it was it was um, it was fun to watch. Yeah, absolutely fun. Yeah, in regards to, well, I guess we'll talk about the Warriors first. Yeah, the, the issue with the Warriors is they just don't seem to be willing to get into that grind, and I don't think it's a, I think I don't think it's a conscious decision. Mm. I just think that there is maybe a subconscious thing of like. You know, we're the Warriors. Like, we can, we'll get points, you know. We're, That's what I'm we'll saying. We'll find a way. We'll Do you think f- people have tried to get rid of that? 
don't know. Like coaches have come in or yeah. what? Because that tag, I feel like, as you said, subconsciously, yeah, that's the problem. Yep. Like, no, when that's not who we are anymore. Yeah, it's tough. And But the I guess the argument against that is, is like, well, that's what we do great. You know, don't take <laughs> the flair out of the side. Mm. And, you know, because I think when Kearney was there, yeah. he tried to bring in a lot of the Melbourne systems mm. and it just didn't seem to work. But I, I agree, I just... You know, the penalties and the, the drop balls after points, it's almost unforgivable. Like, just get no. through the set, kick it downfield, and go again. And you could tell, at, at the start of the game, they just seemed to fade, if, like, just fade in and out. They got lucky at the end. I didn't think that was a try that he yeah, scored. Did I. I can't believe they even... Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe anyone that does think that's a try. Like, if his leg's not there, that's a knock-on. Mm. He pushed it onto his leg, and then it went down. That clearly is no control. It, so much so that he didn't even get up and celebrate. He knew he didn't score. I just don't know how we get those wrong. Yeah, it's like right there. He pushed it onto his leg and then it slipped down like that and then he like went like that and went back to put it down. Even he knew he knocked it on. On the 20-meter line, if you drop it into someone, it's a yeah. knock-on. It's the same thing. Mm. I don't know how. That was a knock-on into his own player. Yeah, exactly. Because like he work. pushed it into his leg first and then it went down. Like that was bizarre to me. That was bizarre. And what's crazy is like... You can make this millimetre call and say that it didn't get grounded by Sammy's torso. You can make that call when I'm not so sure that it didn't hit this part of his body, which is above the hips, and then move down to his hips. But I was like, okay, fair enough. But then in the same video, you can see him pushing it onto his leg and then down, and he doesn't even get up and celebrate. And they, you know what's crazy is they called it back. Like, (laughs) even the ref was like, oh, yeah, no, try it. They called it back. Anyway, um... Yeah, look, I think positive sign for the Warriors is Reese Walsh is just... He's a gun. He is so good, man. So good. He just finds a way. Just so silky. And I actually posed a question. This is going to sound crazy, Shandor, but and Matty. I posed a question to Guru, and it actually is fucking way harder than you think. You've got a million bucks. A million bucks in your cap. You can sign Walsh, Campbell, or Ponga. Who are you signing? Oh. Wow. And it's crazy because you, your immediate reaction is, well, Ponga, of course. Yeah. But then you see how good Reese Walsh and Campbell are going. Who are you sign? Do you want to know who I went? The fact that you're paying the same money for them all, if it was if there was no money involved and just saying who are you signing, yeah. it might change things. But I'd probably still, I'd probably still go Ponga. <laughs> but... It's, it's, like, it's it crazy is, that it it's is, tough, though, It's eh? so tough. He's like, an origin Campbell player. Campbell is a gun. Oh. But, you know, he's got development and he, he's 50 kilos. But Walsh is just, Walsh Silky. is just, oh, so And, like, good. you know, the off-field um, superstardom that Ponga has, Walsh will have that eventually. He's got the look. He can represent your team, mm. you know, all that kind of stuff. All in teams where they've had to grind as well. They're yeah. not in, like, let's, yeah. we haven't seen them in a situation where they're just playing their role and yeah. they've got support. What do you got? Oh, I would go Reese Walsh. Reese Walsh. Yeah. Mate, I don't know. I honestly don't know. I, I honestly may go Campbell because I just think he's got <laughs> yeah, so I love much. him too. <laughs> yeah. He's so fucking so good. good. But then you look at Pong and you go, he's delivered Pong on the big Ponga. stage. He played in origin, um, you know, killed in origin. But, you know, his last couple of years had a few niggles. That's a, you know, could that be a concern? You just don't know. What Who team are we go, signing mate? them to? Sorry? What team are we signing them to? <laughs> Would you, Dolphins. <laughs> Dolphins. Because, you know what, yeah, they yeah, probably all good, three of them good, are, are going. Just yeah. on that, what team? I think... One huge thing about Reese Walsh is he is this superstar in the Warriors. Mm. And normally those Warriors players kind of get forgotten about, so it's a credit to him. But I, I probably still would go Ponga just because we've seen him do it for a few years and he's played yeah. Origin. But, that, like I say, it was zero confidence. I think, I think like, 
if it came to the crunch and you went over their body of work, I think we all probably would choose Ponga if we were recruitment managers with other people mm. going, you know, here's the body of mm. work, here's the highlights, and, and the your job's hard. on the line, so you've got to take the safe option or whatever. What I think is insane is that that question is even a hard question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's of how good a Ponga is. When you, you know? stack up like a blind resume of the throw. Yeah, if, yeah, if you had a blind resume, boom, boom, boom. It's insane that those two kids are just so fucking talented. And like we all said something different. I can't argue with any of you. Yeah, nah. Whatever, the, whatever your answer, like, cannot argue with it because they both offer. Oh, I just think Campbell. How many players have gone to the Warriors and done had an impact? Not me. That's for sure. <laughs> not me. That's for that's for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, and and also in a team that they're not world beaters. Like mm. you know, it's not like the Warriors are killing it right now. And the same with Campbell. Like. He's special. He's so, mate, he's got the eye for it. Right. Just the, the ability to, to break tackles, mm. but he's a fucking... You can't teach it. Literally 40 kilos. Yeah. Um, yeah, really interesting question. Uh, look, yeah, Reese Walsh, I thought he was fantastic. Mm. Um, I know Rocco Berry had that brain explosion at the end of the game, but I actually thought he played pretty well. Outside of that, you know, kicking... I kind of... I felt a bit sorry for him. I know it was the wrong decision to kick on the fourth, but they were chasing points and they gave him the ball. Yeah. He was going for something because mm. that's what they were going for. It mm. was almost like they were looking for someone to take that risky play mm. and he was just the only one willing to do it. Now, was it the right play? Obviously not. And, not, you know, he didn't kick on the fifth. You know, I understand that it's not the best call, but I did feel like the commentators were like a bit too harsh on him. It's like, well, mm. okay, if he takes a tackle, then he's not risking anything and he just – that's the safe option. That's the option that gets you like – I don't get in trouble. I'm going to take this tackle so I don't get in trouble. He went the option of like, okay, we've been passing it around for 10 to 15 seconds. Clearly we're looking for someone to take that risk. I'll do it. Didn't come off, understandably so. But you could even argue, well, okay, where was the seven? Where was the six? Where was Reese? Why didn't they have the ball in their hands? And it's that mindset that's going to win Rocco more games than he loses. Yeah, for sure. That's what I, I, sure. I pisses me off. The commentators never talk about it. It was, they were pretty harsh on him. I thought it was a bit unfair. Yeah, I, agree. I thought it was a bit unfair. Because fair enough, if that was a kick, it was a 20-minute mark, the game's not on the line, and he just went for a grover. It's like, mate. But this was, they were looking for someone to take the risk. Mm. I thought, you know, I just thought it was a bit rough. Um, so I actually thought he played pretty well. Um, I think Pompey needs to find a way to get in the game. I mm. think that the Titans actually made a concerted effort to take him out of the game. But because when he does get the ball, he's a big he fucking boy. He is a weapon. He's a weapon. Uh, and I think the Titans did really well and just completely, you know, they took him out of the game. Mm. Like, he was barely in it. He tried, you know, he still ran over 100 metres, which is good, had 11 runs. Um, who else? I mean, Jesse Arthurs, the other centre, also yep. taken out of the game. He had, like, fucking six runs. Uh, I thought Harris Tavita had some really good signs. Yeah. What's your thoughts on him, bro? Because I'd just love to see him just given a genuine opportunity. Yep. I think, I think give him a chance yep. um, and just as long as he can say injury free, I think he's got a lot of potential. Yeah, I, I saw same. a lot of class there. But you know what? His stats won't tell you it. I thought Ash Taylor was really fucking good. Yeah, I thought he looked mm. good too. His stat, you look at his stats, but go and watch that game and look at crucial short kicking game that mm. Ash Taylor had, the amount of repeat sets he got. I thought he was good, man. He just looked confident for the yep. first time in a long time yeah, too, which to I see, yeah. love to see. I, I'll be honest with you, at the start of the week, when, when he named Chanel Harris-DeVita at fullback last week and Nick Arima at six, then he brushed Nick Arima and he moved Chanel Harris-DeVita to 5'8". I was just sort of – I don't understand why he – like if, you, if, if Cody Nick Arima was your man the week before in round one, I don't understand why you would drop him. Well, what makes – and you're right, to go further with that is that 
fair enough if you move Harris into the halves because Reese is back and you have Harris above the pecking order. Yeah. What's weird is not only did you move Harris in, you dropped him for Taylor. Yeah. So why wasn't he there the first week, Taylor? You know what I mean? Mm. It's very bizarre, strange. That's what I and like. There's a lot of things Nathan Brown does that I don't quite understand, but I just hope that he sticks with this side now. There's one other guy I want to mention to Aaron Penne. We've spoken about him a lot, yeah. mate. Some of these stats are unbelievable. So last week, and, and this isn't a direct science, obviously, but Penne last week against the Dragons, he came on in the 26th minute. They were down 12-4. He came off in the 53rd. And they were still down, but they were down um, 16 to 14, right? So in that 25-minute period, they were up 10-4. He came on the other day. They were down 16-6 in the 27th minute. He left in the 50th minute. They were up 18-6. Wow. So if you have a look, so the Warriors have scored 34 points in 160 minutes in the first two weeks. With Penne on, in his 50 minutes, they've scored 24 of those 34 points. Wow. Wait for this one. They've conceded 48 points mm. in 160 minutes. When Penne's on the field, how many do you reckon they've conceded? 48 in 160 minutes in his 50 minutes, so a third of that. 20? Four. Far out. When Penne's on the field, the score is 24 to four in favour of the Warriors so far this year. Far out. Which is unbelievable. Not a direct science, I understand yep. that. That also includes the try that shouldn't have been a try, so yep. fair cop there. But you've and played with him. He's special. He can He's play. Special. He can. He can play. He unfortunately had an unlucky run with injuries. You guys would have seen it. His impact with the ball mm. is enormous. Like he's a hard running ball player that's going to give you big impact. But as well, I I truly imagine, given the connection they've all got there, spending so much time together, I know that he would have had some sort of impact on their defensive structures, how they need to do things. And he may be what we talk about that glue player for the Warriors that can bring in a bit of stability, a bit of consistency around mm. that. But He's a special guy, really good bloke, good player. So I think he's going to be quality. He needs to be a consistent addition for the Warriors for sure, bro. Um, just quickly before I forget, um, Jazz Tavanga. Uh, we were saying his name's wrong last week. Okay. Uh, it is actually pronounced. I messaged him. I was like, sorry, bro, I think I've been saying your name wrong. He's like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I was like, what are you messaging me for? Uh, so Tavanga. Tavanga. So T E. Dash Vung, V-U-N, dash R, Tavanga. Um, so Jazz Tavanga. Apologies for that, bro. Uh, not that you care, not that you give a shit, but just we always we're trying. We're always trying. Um, and so, yeah, if we get any, any uh, names wrong, just leave it in the comments section and we'll absolutely try. It's yeah. always, um, it's tough. It's almost like, imagine, let's say, you know, you were in Tonga or whatever and Tonga, you just spoke Tongan and then you had a white fella come over and play in the Tongan league and the language is different, you'd obviously struggle to get the white fellow's name yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so we're always trying. Please don't ever feel like we're getting the names wrong uh, intentionally. It's a great so, segue. I had uh, the Titans winger on my team list is M-A-J-U. M-A-J-U. Maju. Maju. We're always trying. Always trying. And we're always open to being corrected. So leave it in the – if we're getting a name wrong in the comments section on YouTube, just let us know and we will try to work that out. This came from last week. I think someone was like, bro, I think you're saying Tavanga's name wrong. And so I asked him. Um Warriors, I want to give a shout out to obviously Adam Fenor Blake. He's one of the most. I, I know he's rated, but he's still underrated. I don't care what anyone says. Second week with a line break off a one off front. Tell me how many front rows are doing that. Look, it was good too. Pure footwork too. <laughs> Fucking whacking, whacking blokes. Um, also, I want to give a shout out to Wade Egan. I thought yeah. he had one of his better games. One of his better games. He ran more. Uh, I think he offered uh, you know some dynamic, dynamic. Uh, 
ball play and ball running out of the halves role, uh, out of the hooking role, and also scored a try. Uh, Josh Curran, for me, is just an absolute steal for the, the amount of money they got him for and what he offers to that side. If we talk about wanting to build structures and becoming that gritty team, he's going to be a part Need of that. Yep. Uh, you know, he's really good. So, look, I think for a team that lost its front rower, Matthew Lodge, after 20 minutes, actually, you know, there's a little good. There's good signs for the Warriors. I know Nathan Brown. I understand his argument of like we can't just be like, oh, that's good enough kind of thing, and we need to go to the next level. But I do believe there are good signs for the Warriors going forward. Um, now onto the Titans. I actually have a different uh, perspective on you know getting something out of this game with the Titans. I actually think I'm getting more and more on the Titans bandwagon. And why do I say that? We have to remember that Toby Sexton's a teenager. Brimo is 22, 23. Campbell's a teenager. Uh, nine. Uh, Aaron Clark is a relatively new nine. This is an extremely... The captain, bro. Yep. He the captain, Tino. 20. 20. 21. 21. This is an extremely young side that has, uh, you know, t- took it to... Who did they play last weekend? They lost. Sorry? Parramatta. Parramatta. And they lost by, you know, you could argue they got a couple of off calls. Yep. Then they go out and beat the Warriors. I think this is great signs for the mm. club. If they can keep this team together and they're already playing like this now, I think in the next few years we're going to see some real fruit from this kind of setup that they've got going. Yeah, and they've just got to keep them together. That's exactly. the hard if, if it does derail at some point, they've just got to stick with them. Because you can see, you can already see, they've got so much ability, it's not even funny. Like, mm. And yes, they are going to play shootout rugby league. But that's who they are. They've, they've got a bunch of kids under 25 mm. that are running this team. Like, I guarantee you the vast majority of their games are going to be decided by one scoring yeah. play. But I think in the, the positive with that is just right, right now that's who they are. And I think Isaac Liu is a great signing. Yeah. Such, great I thought he was really, really good on the weekend. But I think in three to four years, they'll turn into that gritty sure. side. Yep. They'll have all the good attack plus the good gritty defence. Um, Tino, fuck, the amount of work he gets through. It's and crazy. It's, you, you can just see his mullet swinging around the fucking hole. Every set is Tino doing a cover tackle. You know what I mean? It's constant. It's the best. Um, Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I'm really bullish on the, t- the Titans over the next few years. Like I think they've made such good decisions in their recruitment. I think they've made such good future plans. And I think it's a, a, a thing we haven't seen at the Titans for many years of, like, planning for the future. I think there's been a, a real mixture of direction of, you know, let's recruit to be good now. And then the next yes. year it's like, let's recruit to be good in a few years. And then they go back to the old way. I think there's a clear sign here that they're like, we have a plan, a five-year plan mm. like the Penrith or whatever. I, I'm really – they may not be world beaters this year, but if they keep this side together in two years' time, they are going to be fucking hard to beat. And there's guys that they've had in their system for a couple of years now that are starting to play great. For, like, like Bo Fermor. Oh, how good's he been? He's, he's good. Mate, I, I, I didn't know if he was up to cup footy last year. Agreed. At the start of last season. he is, I, I would argue he's one of the most improved. In the, Kevin Proctor isn't getting a look in at a starting jersey there. Yeah. And you could, you could argue Fermor has outplayed Fafita in the first two rounds. He definitely has. Mm. Mm-hmm. 
blind resume, he definitely has, yep. without a doubt. Uh, and that's the other thing, that they're still not getting the best out of Fafita. They're still not putting him in the right spots that they need to to get the best out of him. That'll take time. They are a young spine, as we said. But uh, the upside in the Titans is they're a team you don't want to play. They're so yeah, they're so tough. They're so um, you just you know you're gonna have to score like fucking at least twenty points to beat them. What did you get out of watching Titans on the weekend? Uh, yeah, I've I've been impressed with them for a while, and mm. just uh, from the outside looking in, you know, I have a close relationship with Tino, and I and I've just been interested to watch his development. Now being named captain, I just know so, how passionately he speaks about it. And then coming from the Storm and doing a, you know three year apprenticeship as a kid there, I know that they're doing all the right things in terms of culture. You spoke about it with development as well. Mm. I think if you develop this team and around the core players like. We spoke about Campbell. Uh, he's one of my favourite players to watch at the moment. So the inclusion of Bribson was really obvious. Just his impact, oh. another little spark. So they got the players there. They got some real work up horses and toilers in the forward pack. So uh, you said it, Guru. I think they're, the, they're that bogey team you come up against and you're like, oh, we should win, but yeah, don't know. don't know what's going to happen. If you're playing them on a Sunday Arvo, dry weather, yeah. you just go, fuck, no thank you. No, you're doing it it's, tough for uh, sure. Yeah, they, they just, yeah, for me at the moment, for a team that isn't, you know, locked in the eight, they're the most promising youth mm. uh, in the comp. I think they're they're probably outside of Sharks that I really think can go in and do some damage in the eight now. Yes, they're the team just underneath them that may not do the damage this year, but again, if they can s- compete, mate, if they can keep this side together, mm. like Sexton, he's fucking quality. He's even better than I thought he was. Like, I thought he was good, but his composure, like 400 kicking metres. I even like, um, I know Ken, uh, Fafita hasn't been brought into the game that much, but I noticed in the first set the Titans had, Sexton demanded the ball and just got a one-off pass to Fafita. To Love that. Line. Awesome. Love that. And so you can see him trying to get him in there. It's just a matter of time. And, it's going to take time. Absolutely yeah. going to take time. Um, and so, mate, I just, yeah, I really, like, my, we haven't even spoken about Fodawaker. Like, he's an origin. He was our best player in the, t- the team when we got tailed up uh, for Queensland. I just, I really like what I see. When you've got a team that David Fafita's in and the other, you could argue the other back rowers are out playing, it's almost a good sign because when Fafita does hit his stride, which we all know he can, yeah. that is going to be incredibly damaging back row. Uh Aaron Clark, he's been he's really surprised me. You know, I think he's been solid. The good thing is they've got depth in that position. But when I look at their backline, at the start of the year I said they had the most underrated centre pairing in the comp. I now would take that a step farther and go they've got the most underrated backline in the comp. Mm, Greg Marju yeah. and Philip Sammy, both two hundred plus meters. Uh, Marju eleven tackle breaks. Uh, Sammy a try. Like between them, between their wingers, three tries. 400 and, uh, 430 metres, roughly. Uh, over 100 post-contact, 14 tackle breaks. like Huge numbers. That's massive three line breaks. That's, that's just their wingers. Uh, and that's not even including uh, Campbell. So And Corey Thompson isn't in the side. Corey Thompson exactly. isn't in the side. Nissan Masters isn't in the side. Yep. They've got that young Jojo Fafita too. Like They have got a heap of depth there. And if you get desperate, you chuck Will Smith anywhere in the back line, yep. you know he's going to do a job for you too. Yeah, I'm, I really like what I saw from them. I know that it was a, a tight game, but for a period there, they looked like they were going to you know, run away with it. Credit to the Warriors for, for pushing them and catching. It was like 14-0 at one stage. Um, yeah, really entertaining game. I think Sexton is, fuck, he's so good. And I think Brimo really does complement him. Yeah. If you wanted two halves that are going to complement each other, I think those two really do. They're not too similar. Brimo's running game, we saw the, you know, the impact of the first run. 
Again, I, I really like what I see of the Titans. The key for them going forward, and it seems like it, they do, the players do seem to understand that they've got a really young side and they're going to need to take sacrifices to stay together, mm. I think, anyway. Um, even, like, you look at uh, Joloff off the bench. In 39 minutes, 105 metres, 27 tackles, zero misses. I mean, that's a great impact. Like, that's a great contribution to your side. Uh, so, yeah, good signs for the Titans. Really good signs for the Titans. Now, they just need to fix their defence up. Mm. Like, being 14-0 up with 10 minutes to go in the first half to all the way to 14-all, it's like, fuck, you've got to fix that. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.